0: Full time then at Vicarage Road. It's Leicester 1, Watford 1. Ah, frustrating, frustrating. Game that we should have on paper won. And then we got a late, what we thought was a late winner. So again, we should have won. And then Watford score a late bicycle kick of all things. Honestly, Watford seem to love playing and scoring bicycle kicks against us. It's so frustrating, but I suppose it's a point, so we can't complain. Man um, United only took a point against Spurs, so it's it's not the end of the world. It's not disastrous. We just need to see how the other games go for us then. So Leicester come away from their first game after Project Restart with a point. Uh, probably looking at the overall from watching the game, I think the point that was probably a fair and deserved result. I think Leicester. We'll probably feel more aggrieved because of the fact that we conceded late on. Sorry, we scored late on, thought we'd won it, and then conceded late on. Um But, again, uh, Ben Chilwell with the Leicester City goal. uh And what a goal it was. Uh, assisted by Demario Gray, uh, the first player I think I want to talk about, actually. Because I thought Demario Gray, you know, I I said when he came onto the pitch that he needs to be somebody, that he needs to have a good game today. If he had, um, he did, at the end of the day, he needed that good game to really strengthen his cause to be a Leicester player. And I thought, you know, there's been a lot of criticism on him, but I thought actually when he came on, he played all right. Um, Again, it's it's not the best performance. It's still not quite what you'd expect from a player like him. But it was a performance and it's a starting block. It's quite clear that he was there. Uh, again, Ben Chill, what a strike. Have a look at it on the highlights later. It is a beauty. Um, I thought actually we should have scored. Michael Brighton had a chance earlier on that we should have taken. Uh, and Watford had one or two chances that they should have had. But it was Craig Dawson in the 90th plus three that got the late uh, Watford equaliser. For straight one for City, I think, you know... On stats, we, like I said, on stats, we were the better side. Uh, if I just find them for you now, uh if you just bearing with me. On stats, here we go. Uh We had 67% possession, we had 15 shots, we had 13 chances. Uh, on terms of big chances, it should have been 2-1 to Watford, but here we go. Because uh, uh, I think it was Saar that had a big chance against Schmeichel, but Schmeichel stayed strong to save it. And actually, on Schmeichel, I think he's th- he should have saved that last goal. And even He's out of position, he's tried to save it with one hand and he pushed it into his own net. If he's saved that with two hands, okay, it might fall to a Watford player and he might have another go. And actually, before that, we shouldn't have even given away a corner. We could have cleared it down the pitch. I think it was sloppy defending and sloppy, I think, is the way that sums up our game, to be honest. Passes just weren't quite there and I don't know whether that's because we've only had three weeks to prepare but I don't think that's quite an excuse for us. Um, Again... (laughs) It's frustrating. Um players had a good game. James Justin played very well. Um I thought look coming in for Ricardo, a massive player, and everyone's like we're going to we're, we're going to struggle and I think I think we expected that. But I have a player like James Justin that is I'm not going to call him as good as Ricardo because that's not fair on Ricardo. Um but he's a very very good replacement and should be starting more often for Leicester or should be coming on the bench anyway. And it was a toss-up between whether him or Fuchs were going to play, and if I was back just into play. Another player that was strong for City was uh, Johnny Evans and Suintiu, actually, they were both looked quite strong at the back. Once again, Suintiu actually had a chance that he should have scored and should have won the game for Leicester. Um, but he missed. Uh, I thought he had a strong game. So Actually, to be honest, that whole back line had a strong game. wars game had been a bit shaky. Up until he scored, Uh, he hadn't looked quite as good. He's a player that seems to struggle when it comes to defending, which for a left back isn't very good. Uh, You know, you're expecting him. He's come out. He's got all of these talks of being a Chelsea player on his back, and then all of a sudden, there it is. (laughs) He comes out the box, comes out and plays well. And some players can hear about Chelsea rumours and. Start playing dreadfully and get get bogged down by that bigger potential move. But I thought Ch- Chilwell was clever. He was calm. He he, um, he played how he should have played. Uh, He's had poor performances. So I think having no crowd there actually helped him. Because he didn't have a crowd on his back. And the crowd were getting on his back very much if he was making mistakes. And he didn't have a crowd on the back. And actually I think it's probably the same with Damari Gray. Not having a crowd. And I think when Damari Gray comes on, there's normally a sort of, Oh, great, not Gray. It's almost quite a, a. Oh, for goodness sake. I think not having Damari great. Have, not having that. Gave Damari great. He came on the pitch with confidence. No no one's t- told him he's bad. And um, like I said, he's, he's had that chance to prove himself. So, uh, I mentioned James Justin. Uh, Vardy. <sighs> he could have done more. His 300th game. Could have got his 300th goal. Sorry, not his 300th goal. His 300th Leicester appearance. Should have got his 100th goal. Okay. No-one seemed to be able to find him. I think maybe Acho came on too late. Uh, Interestingly, Leicester only made three substitutions, I do believe, which is a bit strange. Um, Nobody managed to find Vardy, which... I'm keen to always point out Leicester aren't a one-man team. Vardy isn't our only player. We We can win games without Vardy, but we needed him in that game. And there was one or two times when we got the ball towards him and he looked threatening if we'd have... It, it was one of those games that needed us to play how we played under Ranieri in fifteen sixteen. It didn't again. We had we didn't quite need the mara's trickery and all of that that we had because we could get that from Telebans and Madison. Um, but I think it just needed a bit of a hoofer up to Vardy tactic coming out. Um, uh, I think once he got once he's involved in the game, he normally tends to turn it around. Again, it's another problem with Leicester. It was decided we put a men behind the ball. It seems to be teams that we seem, seems to do that, that we seem to struggle against. Um, it's, it's a problem that we need to fix at the end of the day. Um, I don't think it's been too damaging, though, on Leicester um, for the rest of the season. I'll go over that in a minute. I thought actually Leicester dominated the game, though, despite the stats. The stats suggested that we dominated the game, but it was very much in spells, actually. So spells at Leicester would dominate and spells at Watford would dominate. It felt like the Watford spells were going on for longer. But clearly the statistics are are suggesting that that might not be the case. uh, Which is interesting. Uh, But again, it might just be because I'm watching it as a Leicester fan and it feels like we're under pressure for a long time. Uh, I think from just having a quick look at the reaction on Twitter, uh, it's been quite clear. I think there's been a lot of praise for Justin and Chilwell. Everyone's been quite pleased with their... Performances, um, I think, Justin, again, a lot of people happy with Justin, I think people were saying, talks about Chilwell being bad and then of course he scored, so, <laughs> he sort of proved a doubt is wrong in a way, uh, which is well done to Ben. Um, I thought, you know, <laughs> like I, I've mentioned Justin, i mentioned how well I thought he played, I thought he was a massive, massive part on the game. Um... There's been a lot of feeling of frustration, though, for Leicester. There's been a lot of feeling of this should have been a game that we should have won, and if we are a champ, if we are a side that wants to go forwards for the Champions League, these are the games that we should be winning. Um, I'm going to go and have a look at a spreadsheet, and I'll pop a sc- screenshot on the screen now. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, well if you are, actually, can you go and subscribe? Uh, thanks, that would really helped me out i probably said that far too late in the video uh so the leicester draw and now this has been recorded right after the leicester game leicester's only their sixth draw of the season an interesting thing to point out there takes us up to 54 points uh and it now means that we need five wins and two draws to qualify for the champions league and four wins and two draws to qualify for the Europa League, uh, this is obviously pending what happens out of the Manchester City situation. Otherwise, it would be five wins and f- four wins, I want to say. Yeah, it would be five wins and four wins. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to make any judgement on that yet. Uh, Watford, that was, uh, Watford's 10th draw of the season. Uh, and it is enough to lift Watford up to 16th, uh, temporarily again. I don't know. What the rest of the results are in the Premier League to be able to tell you, um, but yeah, I think as a general conclusion, it's it's been a frustrating game for Leicester, um, but it was a game that we needed, and I think now that we're back into the rhythm, Tuesday night up against Brighton, I think I think we have a chance, um, and I think it's it's back at the King Power. I know home advantage doesn't have the effect, but it it's just a pitch that we're used to playing on. Also, we struggled against Watford in previous years at Vicarage Road. We've had last-minute winners. We've had um, Troy Deeney. Um, so I think it will be nice. To, it will be nice for the players to get back to King Power Stadium again. They're not going to have the fans behind them, which will be interesting to see how much it affects the game. Uh, but a Brighton game is a big one for Leicester. I think it's a game that you would look at a normal season say so you'd be able to take the win and I reckon football's becoming a lot more based on how high up the league the team is as to how well they can do uh, it's very much become almost it is played on paper now because of the fact that the fans can't get in there and almost affect it Uh although Brighton are going to be able to come more out of the blocks because they're not going to have to try and fight against a Leicester side that are that are buoyed up by the crowd even if clappers are so darn annoying Um but for Leicester actually it is worth pointing out that we are now unbeaten in our last three games. Um, which is good considering the run that we had at the end of, at the end of uh, February, January time. Um, and I think a point is probably a well-deserved result, I think. It's frustrating, but it's a deserved result. So there we go. Uh, your Brighton preview... Brighton games on Tuesday, so that'll either be out on Sunday or Monday, so I've got a, quite a quick turnaround on that, actually. Uh But there we go, full-time. Leicester won, Watford won, you've had my reaction. Leicester City, still third in the Premier League, still fighting on. Come on, City.